This your girl, P. Nicole, with Etc., Etc., Etc. Podcast. On this week's episode, we have a special interview with two intelligent guys that I go way back with. They're a part of a subgroup that I'm a part of called Truth Seekers, and we do a lot of discussions on world events, world, what's going on right now, um, money, economics, all kind of things. So this is going to be very good for you to listen, listen to. The two guys that I'm interviewing are Seth and Nata. On this particular episode, we discuss economics, the future of technology, entrepreneurship, and the temperature of the people. Now, keep in mind, this is just part one. There's going to be a part two coming next week. So you will hear the conversation kind of cut short, but that's on purpose. This is just a part one of the discussion. So please stay tuned for this episode of Etc. Etc. Podcast. Westworld, a candid conversation. Body of this is uh this is Natter. Uh, once again, just introducing myself uh, to the group and to the audience. Um, and, and the I'm audience have back. grown, just to let y'all know. Yeah, since the last glad time. to be back for a second time. So, yeah, we're yeah, glad to have you back on, on the podcast, God. Oh, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. It's, it's a labor of love. And then we have Seth. Anything you want to say to the Hi. people? How everybody doing? I'm back. Glad to be back. Okay, yeah. we and um, a lot. Guys, a lot is happening in between. Yes, right. A year. Mm-hmm. It's only been a year because mm-hmm. I actually look back at the date that we dropped the last one. Guys, was called the title was the State of the World. So to kind of play off that, fast forward a year later, we're in 2023. We're gonna talk about some of the same topics, but with a little twist. Um, so. The title today is West World. So again, these guys in high regard, they're, they're highly, um, they're higher thinkers. They don't think for the surface. This is why they were invited. They'll give you a different perspective of looking at things. So with that said, we're going to start with West World 2023 discussion. I want to talk about is economics. Where do you guys see economics as where it stands right now in 2020? How has it changed within the last year since the last time we had this discussion? Anybody can chime in first. Oh, man, look at the the cost of goods, price increases. Um, we kind of hinted around at some of the stuff last time we talked. Uh, we did. Inflation, uh, I think at that time, gas prices were really starting to uh, wear down on people. Uh, well, we were really starting to see the beginning of it wearing down on people. But yeah, man, inflation is really the topic of the day. And Big uh, time. it doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime. What soon, about the so. grocery store? Y'all y'all been growing? Oh, man. Yeah. Been down the miles? Oh, yeah. yeah. Price of food, definitely up. Yeah, just everybody. You got to make a choice now. Either um, you're gonna eat or you're gonna drive. One or two, you're gonna kick it. <laughs> you're gonna kick That's it or, or you're gonna stay in the house. So, yeah, it's crunch yeah. time now. You know, a lot of people just credit card pimping. You know, some people passed their credit card pimping because they was doing away before it was full time. So now we should see what people really made of now. That's true. And, and I to... think, uh... oh, go ahead, Nana. 
No, the uh, he mentioned the credit card balances. Yeah, well, they went the, up. Uh, yeah, the credit card balances are. We we got about nine hundred and eighty six billion dollars in debt on credit cards right now. Mm. That's in the entire United States. So you have, look at them. We almost have a trillion dollars worth of debt on credit cards right now. Like mm. this is how much people are holding. You know, just trying to make it, just trying to get through, just trying to survive. So the the food you talked about is being ran on a lot of these credit cards. Yes. Right. You know, so, other, and, go ahead. No, nah, I'm just saying the other day, they were just saying, you know, people who, who 51% of the people who make $100,000 a year is paycheck to paycheck there. So $100,000 right. a year is, is nothing now. You know what I mean? So what would you right. equivalent $100,000? What what would that what is that really like? Is that half the value of what it was? Is that more like having fifty, sixty thousand? Because it's not the same a hundred thousand that it was. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man, a hundred thousand probably really fifty thousand now, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just you know I'm I'm guessing. Like you know, people finally got to this number and they think they were supposed to really do something major, but it's still in the same place they was twenty years ago. So you never right. really move forward. You're just still in the same place. You know. You know, I don't think people really realize how bad it really is and and really, really it. You know, we we so used to hearing a good number for pay raise, we think that's some real money. And then when you find out, you're still really making the same that you was who you making 20 years ago. So yeah, like thirty dollars. Is, really is that because of taxes? I mean, everything taxes. Um, you know, inflation. Everything went up. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. You know, sodas, look how bad sodas. Sodas was, was, was 99 cents. They got to what, almost $2.15 now. So look how far it went just for some soda. One can of soda. Mm-hmm. So, so it, you milk. know, I don't. I mean, look at the gallon of milk. My, Price you know. of eggs then skyrocket. Yeah. Right. But so it, something it, interesting is different. that it's definitely different. Something really interesting, though, is what they're saying that. This is only affecting the bottom half of the income distribution scale in America, the bottom and the middle. The higher incomes haven't even felt it yet. Okay, so so you so you consider the middle hundred thousand consider middle, right? That's what you're saying. That has to be what we're saying. If you're saying if you're saying okay. that's what's checked to check now, right? Yeah, they said fifty one percent, and that could be more than it. They just saying yeah. Guessing that fifty one percent of the people who make a hundred thousand dollars a year is living pay to paycheck. So anybody yeah. underneath there is doing bad, yeah. basically what they say. Yeah. And and, and that possible that we're we're saying that's middle that's middle to low. Or or you right. know. Yeah, but some people would say that that's rich, but it's not. That'd be middle class, right? Yeah, depending on your you know. It, and we're still hanging on to t- economics uh, right now, the subtitle. Um how is it that our president has all this money to give to other countries, which I know he just mentioned giving more money to countries the other. I think that was last week or so. Um, our country is in debt. Let's talk about talk about it from a country aspect. Our country is in, in major debt. How is it right. that we're affording to give money to other countries if we're in major debt? That that will that will cause the inflation. The more money you print, the higher the interest rates going to be. How everything else going to be. So your your dollar is not your dollar. It's not a real dollar no more. 
You get what I'm saying? So you have to more money print out how everything else go. Yeah, I mean, we, and we're at war. The other thing we have to remember is we're at war right now. Right, I forgot about the yeah. The country is actually at war. So when you're at war, the printing up of money for other countries is done as a way to recapitalize the debt that's in America. So you have to you have to increase the total debt of the country through certain right. things, through certain acts and certain things happening, with warfare being one of those. Is what I'm saying. Warfare warfare is a mechanism and a tool, and really a financial tool. Because yeah, who's selling? Yeah, who's selling the weapons? Where the weapon sales coming from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, prices going up. So you're gonna you're gonna make a uh, profit off of what you're yeah. doing now. Yeah, you yeah. have to you you have to kill the American economy and boost manufacturing right now. Hmm. But in they've order, been doing it for years anyway. Yeah, yeah, but that's how you survive. That's a that's that's how the country operates in a wartime setup. Or you you're gonna cut all unnecessary jobs. Skill trade is up. Right, because you got need somebody to build some stuff. Right, because you're in war yeah. for times. Yeah, because just like the tech industry is, they, they losing, they losing their jobs now. Yeah, because so, they, they don't need them right now. So yeah, it's hiding the man now about what we need and don't need now. Yeah. So, but that's to answer the question. That's where the five hundred billion we just gave Ukraine what five hundred billion dollars the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, like last week, I think he came out and said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why that's done. So that we have to create new cash flow for the country in the future. And the best okay. way to do it is issue out new debt. You got to put new debt out. Because as long as there's debt out, somebody owes me. Somebody owes somebody. Right. And you have to create now, those debt-based systems. It's a debt-based world we live in. I got two more things on this topic and then we'll move to the next one. Um, okay. Market. Um, compared to last time we spoke now, we remember during pandemic, housing market took a big, big, big spike up where people were able to sell houses way over the market value and particularly for where we at in Texas and particularly for where we at Dallas, Texas and the surrounding a lot, guys. So we we actually lived through that. I, I saw areas that were selling houses forty fifty thousand actually worth, and people were buying them. Now, mind easily. you, during yeah, the pandemic, easily. we had a lot of people from California come to Texas, and we all know they cost here and they had the funds or whatever. But fast forward to two two and a half three years later, the housing market now has went back down. So that the one who bought that house in twenty twenty. And you paid over fifty thousand for what it was worth. Now it's back down. If you're trying to sell that house, loss because you're not gonna get what you paid for it just three years ago. And that's mind you, that ain't a long time ago. That's like yesterday. You mm-hmm. just got in this house two, three years ago, right? So speak right. to the housing market. Um, and what do you see the future of the housing market looking like? Uh. I just said take this one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I, I just feel well, it's, 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 it's crazy. I mean, and I guess too, do you, you feel know, like people should was... if you if you let me uh so I can give you some direction. Okay. If you was a young person coming out right, maybe just finished college, 
you know, the goal was to get the house, pick and fix, get married, yada, 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 yada. We know the story, American story, right? Back right. And drink. What would you right. advise the person now coming out? Would you be advising them, like, now you need to go and get that job and get that house? What would you advise them concerning as far as living arrangements to do it with their money? Well, you ain't going to be able to really predict about what's going to happen, right? So you have to still go with your goals and, your, you know, what you choose to do. But I will say this, they're automatically going to come in in healthy, healthy debt because everything's double. So they're, mm-hmm. they're going to always be in debt, even with the college, on college back, right? And what they're paying for the houses. So you got to think about it coming in. I don't think people really think about it. So, like, when I bought my house, it was, like, 80 some thousand. That was 15, well, 15, 16 years ago. So now, mm-hmm. uh, going into a house, you're not going to find one power less than about 250. So you see and the big jump. And that's being generous. So, <laughs> right, right. So so you are already going in, paying 2500 going in to anything. Mm-hmm. So you're going to, so you, and then the cars is up, mm-hmm. 190000 So, you gonna be, you already coming in dead again, so I don't ever see you ever winning at at some point in time. I don't know because they're not paying anybody the, the real money they deserve anyway. So do you? So, are, but but are you do you are you saying that you don't think people should look for home ownership early well, early in early in their game plan? Well, you really ain't got no choice because the the apartment is just as high as the house, so you really yeah, ain't got true. a choice. So you, so you, so I say you got to just go with your goals or what you really want to do. Well, we do not, have. I don't think you win. We do have tiny homes and trailer homes. They, they, their sales yeah, have boosted. What are there? A lot of people doing RV. Still, Those sales have boosted too. Yeah. Right. So when you still spend, you still spending a lot, right? So what you save another what fifty thousand by moving in a mobile home? That, huh? Because you I still got to yeah. pay rent. So yeah, I think you still, unless you're paying for it oh, cash, right? Yeah, you still got right. That's true. You got busted paper, so I don't think you really. I think they got it to the point now that they got everybody gonna be in the same predicament. Like I think me and Nada talked about this probably about ten, fifteen years ago. We were saying at one point they gonna make sure everybody paying fifteen hundred dollars. We said that we mean him was talking about that ten years ago, and we, I think we surpassed that now. Yeah, we section eight for three. So for section eight for a three bedroom is like nineteen hundred now. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if section eight is paying nineteen hundred or eighteen hundred or seventeen hundred, where we at? Like, if that's the going rate, four bedroom they're paying twenty three hundred, and that's section eight. That's what section that's eight true. paying for the people to stay. So, so we are already past what me and that was talking about ten, fifteen years ago. We thought fifteen hundred was gonna be like, all right, everybody gonna be paying fifteen hundred. They they passed it. So yeah, we kept we kept that. Away. <laughs> right, we paid it, which is crazy to say, but we've already counted. Right, that. yeah. I, I, and, and, go ahead. No, something that something that they've recently done here. Now, this is everybody can go look this up. They just increased the number of housing vouchers, and they have also reduced the amount of mortgage insurance premium on oh, the yeah. FHA loans. And what they're saying that is doing is that's that that is getting ready to decrease mortgage that could decrease mortgage payments by up to eight hundred dollars. This that's just through reducing the amount of mortgage insurance premium that's due in addition to your principal within that principal interest taxes and insurance payment. So you're saying it's gonna be up it's going up eight hundred dollars. It's going down eight hundred dollars. 
Okay, just hmm. go down eight hundred. Okay. And that okay. and that goes in effect when now has that taken in effect already? Uh, uh I believe Kamala was supposed to be making the announcement in another state, maybe like Ohio or something. Okay. But she was supposed to be making the announcement with somebody from the housing authority either last week. I think she may have already done this last week or something. So I think it had already taken place. But I bring that up because what I'm saying is it's addressing two important issues in housing, period, which is housing affordability. Mm-hmm. And if that housing is even being built right now, that, that's how I'm looking at this situation. I'm looking okay. at the situation like who is even building something for people of certain generations, the younger generations right now? What type of housing do they even need? You mentioned tiny homes. You mentioned uh, RVs. Just, got, you know, uh, yeah, popular, RVs, this, this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess the question I'm posing is, is are there some viable, are, are there even viable solutions out there? Because like Seth just said, if you're coming in now, you know, $2,500 a month, $2,000 a month. Um, I've, I've even heard from several, from investors that the average cost in expenses of owning a home was, can be at, at $60,000 or more a year. Right. That's just, that's just mortgage, uh, uh, expenses, utilities. You know what I'm saying? You're spending about $60,000 a year. And then we're talking about who is, where are the where are the jobs being created at that are going to allow Americans to continue our home purchasing uh, dreams and plans mm -hmm. and investments? You know, and I you mean, is that even still a dream? Right, right. You know, and it may not be like, for the millennial <laughs> people coming up. Because I, I hear a lot it's of millennials say, and it's not because I hear a lot of millennials. I ain't worried about getting no house. I ain't even worried about getting married. I I can't because right. I want they they want to be in position. If I need to get up and change and go, I can go with no strings attached, basically. Right. Well, right. One 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 of the defaults though to that is the wealth. How much of the wealth of a person is tied to real estate ownership? In reality, so I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, teacher retirement is tied to it. Yeah, but but yeah. but yeah, even in your personal, even in a person's personal home ownership with the equity, how how much of the equity is used in determining your net worth? Mm. And that's just even if you're a single, that's just even if you are a individual who is a home owner. Right. And you don't have no real estate investments. How much of your personal home is a contributing factor to your overall net worth? Because if we're talking about people that don't want to own homes, period. Where is where is this generation going to gain their net worth at in a value? So I don't think we'll to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, I don't. I don't think they're going to see it. I don't because because you got to think about the new houses they're building. They're not even trying to sell them. They're trying to lease them out. Yes, or I see a lot out. of leasing going on. They, it's so, not so, even so, for so. buying as much. Yeah, right. So so they already know people can't afford it. They already know people ain't going to be able to afford it in the next couple of years. So they they are already jump starting in there. So I don't know where we're gonna be at in another ten years, <laughs> another five. Really, to be honest with you, we you gonna know, revisit I, I think, that. Because I think if you ain't already if you ain't already bought your house early, I think you just you just spinning your wheels now. If you ain't, like you know when we say uh, your time is up, mm -hmm. your time might be up. If you ain't buy it before whatever year, you are gonna be messed up. 
Because I don't think Either you ever going to any way you do. I don't care if you go rent some, you stay in an apartment, you're paying twenty five hundred. You know what I'm saying? In a decent spot, there's something you want to live in. Right, safe. that where you ain't got to so, worry about yeah the, the area yeah. and all this stuff yeah right so and and even even in some of the bad areas they say it's up there like fifteen hundred dollars so, yeah it is it is, it is. So, so so it's very true so, so so what are you gonna do so I don't think you really got a choice now I don't think you really got a choice I think before you had a choice an option and I just think now you just got to close your eyes and roll the dice <laughs> <laughs> so on our lives at this point. <laughs> And our future. I mean, uh, anything right, else you want to say about that now before we move on now? I, oh, no, I'm good. When, yeah. when we get to the closing of this, I do like to leave people with positivity. So I'm going to revisit every And solutions, every too. And leave with positivity. So we'll, we'll once we close out, we'll come back to economics and, and say what we think mm-hmm. we can do in the meantime. Yeah, got some real solutions. Yeah, real solution, absolutely. So next subtopic is um in this West world we're living in. Um uh let's talk about it. Technology, the future of social media. Social social media has came and done things in this world that uh some are good. Don't get me wrong, some are good, not all are good, and it has created, in my opinion, reality. In a lot of times, and, and I'm also seeing, and I did a show about this. I'm also seeing the social media reality, which I think is very dangerous. But nevertheless, that's where we at. Um, so I want to get you guys. In, uh, I want your input on of technology. That's social media. I want to discuss the Chat GPT for you guys who's never heard of that. You're going today. In meta world and things like that. So anybody go ahead and chime in on the future of technology, the social media, and all the new ones, the AI, all the stuff that we see coming. So I, I say the music is the new social media. So how you they using music to program people now? They're using the social media to program people now. So now they got a visual. Now they got a visual, and now they you know, and they use the music for people who just like to listen. So they're just playing with people's psyche both ways mm. now. So you're, so you don't now. I mean, you know, I've been around a lot of young people, so now they they don't know what reality is no more, because they may react making these fake reality shows and some of the reality shows, and they really not reality shows. They still scripted, and a lot mm. of people don't know that. So when you when you live in it, you can control people better when they don't really know what's what's real and what's fake. I've been saying that for a minute. You know what I mean? You, how you know what's real and what's fake now? You don't know. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what's fake is real and what's real is fake. Hmm. And, um, and, you know, and I, I'm going to probably step off a little bit, but, you know, you just kind of look at how blacks have been living in this world and who we really is and really ain't. If we just look how how everything going in right now, you can see how we got confused about who we are. Oh, you're not this. You this, and they're doing it now. But we we just ain't looking at it in the big picture, in the big realm. We just buy all the the fake noise and fake stories, and now look at we 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 got we. I can't go on that, but we just <laughs> I'm gonna let that go. But yeah, we I'll have to go somewhere else with it. But now nah, we we don't know what's real and fake no more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, you never. It's, it started with gaming. 
you know how kids thought gaming was real? Mm-hmm. And look how bad it just got. People, it's more killing now, I think, ever. And I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't think we had gang banging going on when we was coming up, but it was clicked up. Like, okay, you actually did something to me. Now it's like, they don't care. I'm going to shoot whoever. There's no code behind it to be anymore. There's no, right. there's no, no, no compass or moral. I mean, I feel back then, yeah, we grew up, we, I'm an 80s baby. We're 80s baby. So I feel like we grew up knowing of gangs and all that. That's always been around, but it was different. I feel like it was a code. It was a reason why you did things. It don't have to be a reason. They just do it to do it. I don't know if I do it because I, I need some likes on my profile picture, <laughs> or, you know, I don't get it, but you know, that. So are they real hearts or fake hearts? <laughs> on I ain't on social media, so I, I don't right. do social media. Those hearts are fake. faces are fake. I mean, it's just a button you hit. That's it. Because okay. I don't know, because I ain't on social media. I just, I never wanted to get in no fake reality. I was wanted to live in real reality. What's actually going on in front of me. It's too much going on in the real world to be looking at some fake stuff. You see what I'm saying? So it's like... I mean, but that's... That's somebody like yourself. You are aware of it, though. A lot of folks in in the kids that's growing up today, they ain't aware of it. They get to it so fast. I ain't had time to well, even make a complete sentence before somebody putting a phone in my face. I ain't even learned how to make a complete sentence. See, right? Well, you got, you you kind of got to look at it like this too. Okay. Our grandmothers thought the pager was something from Mars. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean. As when you grow up with the technology, it doesn't seem as alien and uh, not in place or unnecessary or fake. It's just a real tool that it's it's a real tool that you need to survive with mm-hmm. in some people's minds. Because okay. when you're growing up with it and you're using it, it's automatically ingrained in your culture. So the question is, who are who are, now the question becomes, who are our cultural drivers? Hmm. Because now we, there are so many technologies that's out. Let's not even go. The, the type of emerging technologies that, that we're getting ready to embark upon as we head into 2030, it is unreal the, at the level of development that is seemingly just come out of nowhere. It seemed like we went from this kind of just social, social media type of, you know, Instagram, TikTok world. And now, just recently, within the last four to five months, stuff has been unleashed that we're, we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that, chat. Yeah. I want you to incorporate yeah, that, that too, because I know you've done some uh, research on it. I mean, we had what? I think it broke so many records just on the day it was released. So mm-hmm. we're talking about... Now explain to the people what it is yeah. for some people who might never never heard of it. So ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence software developed by a company called OpenAI OpenAI Systems. Well, OpenAI has come out with ChatGPT along with several other programs that are all artificially intelligence based. Uh, Microsoft has invested about $10 billion in this company, Mm. which is giving them a 46% controlling stake in the company now. Wow. So so Microsoft, yeah, you you want to talk about being there in the beginning or timing. If my if this is if this is the ground level entry point, because they gave them a billion dollars before, then they follow it back up with another 10. 
So if Microsoft is buying into a company at a billion dollars, what do you even, can you even imagine what they feel like this thing is getting ready to do? The startup level is at a billion and 10 billion. It's kind of, it's kind of what I'm saying. This is a private company here. This, this open AI is not a publicly traded company. Right. You know, right. So you're not going to find it because I guess, I guess what I'm saying is the technology is, I I have a, I have a, uh, I love it sometimes and then I hate it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's my relationship, a love-hate relationship for sure. It's definitely a love-hate relationship because the same thing that can help you can also hurt you. Hurt you, absolutely. If it's not used properly. Uh, So much information, you know, but that's the kind of the gist. That's just a general gist of chat GPT. They're not the only players in town though. That's so, like Mm -hmm. I said, there are other, there, there are other artificial intelligence softwares coming out. Uh, this open AI release was this chat GPT release was treated so serious. Google issued a red alert mm. as far as saying this is this thing poses a potential threat because as we know, Google is the globe's number one search engine. So they have so they have control of so much data and so many algorithms, algorithms that affect us on just a daily basis. So Google treated this as like DEFCON, whatever. You know what I'm saying? This was a pretty serious issue. But the things that you're able to do with ChatGPT, let's kind of talk about that real quick. Uh, I had a question to ask you, but go ahead. Right, right. So let's talk about some of the things that it can do. Well, what what makes it so unique is now we're dealing with the first time that you've been able to give computer programming, speaking language, and give it direct instructions on what you want just by using a spoken language, Hmm. which is, hey, ChatGPT, can you write me a children's book? And the system will start producing the material for you on its own. Okay. So many, so many people, let's say a million users within the first week of its launch. So within the first re- week, a million people had already used it. Uh, mm-hmm. It is probably one of the most groundbreaking pieces of uh, software that we've seen in a while. Okay, you know, so, so about so my question to you is, and to both of y'all is, so how many jobs is this for to put put people out of? Right. How many how many jobs could be put out? Right. Now, I think school is over with because if you got a system like this, what you need a teacher for? You know what right. I'm saying? So what, what do you need, need critical thinking for? <laughs> for right, because because I'm gonna do it for you. So I yeah. So, but so, and that's so the back, other part back, of it that with the going. social media that 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 lesson in the curse. Not to cut you off, you just said it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna need critical thinking for it, and that's the whole point. I don't want you to critical think. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want you to do you. it. I'm. Yes. I got another one because me and me and Nada was talking about this. I want everybody to go back and watch I Robot and listen and watch mm. the verse few seconds of the first what was it the first when it first come on and read the laws that they talking about then and they, they're gonna apply it to now if you if you watch it i know we ain't seen it well i've been out what 10 years ago almost yeah i think it's watch been 10 it or 12 years yeah and and, and and read the laws that they talking about and see if it's gonna be in place now or later on by robot yeah ai you know what i mean yeah. 
Yeah. And that's still dealing with technology. Let's talk about that. Guys, they have yeah. robots out now that can do yeah. your job. Let's yeah. let's talk yeah. about going on yeah. right now. Automation, driverless vehicles. It's so so many things are coming and it's changing. Automated foot fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they got one in back- Fort Worth, Texas, I read. Yeah, we got drones Already. in the DFW area testing uh, yeah. package drop-offs. I think Walmart and somebody else up uh, north is using them already. It's a lot. So, it's uh, a lot of stuff changing, and like you said, a lot of we're losing a lot of jobs. Right. Mm-hmm. So, because the reason why we lose, and that's the reason why they coming with the robots, because people don't want to go to work like they're supposed to, mm-hmm. taking off. So mm-hmm. now, to keep production going, a robot don't get tired. No, and they don't need vacation. They don't need um, maternity <laughs> bereavement leave and army leave and I'm sick leave. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so how many people are really going to be working after a while? You know what I mean? Oh. Good point. I think some of them are going to get repurposed into different industries and human capital. The question you're, really, the question you're asking really is what happens to human capital at the end mm. of its cycle phase? And I, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you what this old man told like, me. Like, where does it go? Oh, <laughs> like where do where do you put all the people that you when, when you're creating new technology and replacing all these jobs? Where do these people go into the economy? Right. Where do How they, do they, where they, do they in? refit back in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, for this old white dude, talk, talk before he passed away. He said, "See, before it be over, we be we be back working mules. We be using mules to." Apply that land. And I was mm. like, so because he was already talking about the technology. He said his daddy told him that for his daddy pass. And he said, You're going to be here longer than I am. You know what I'm saying? See if you mm-hmm. see it. And now I can say, I can see what you're talking about because you ain't going to be able to afford some of this stuff. So you're going to have mm-hmm. to go back to manual labor. You're going to go back to slavery. Right. Now mm. let's go back to let's, let's go back to what okay. you were saying with economics. See, the low and middle class incomes are the only ones that have ran through their savings right now. Period. Yeah. The higher, when we said earlier, they ain't feeling nothing. Mm-mm. Life is going about as usual. Matter of fact, consumer spending had its bigger, biggest gain in the last. True. So what does that tell you? It tells it, it tells us that the middle and the lower class. It's not even really having an effect on spending in the country right now. It's all higher class, and they did that through car sales and and uh, food services. So they mm-hmm. so people people are still buying cars, and we mm-hmm. still going out and we still spending money on going out to eat and restaurants mm-hmm. and services. That's true. So, and how's the technology affecting that industry as well? Uber Eats. Um, so so much Instacart, of your paint, um, yeah, yeah, paying for the food, paint when you go out to eat at a restaurant, you pay a lot of times now you can pay directly from your phone. There are so many ways now that technology is affecting so many industries. Right. Uh, seating capacities in some places are still down. Mm-hmm. So all of that kind of plays into the, the economics of the technology and it's and it's bearing on it. But it goes back to what you're saying. How are all these jobs going to get replaced? I think that kind of opens it up to more of your UBI. We, there's a potential now that you, and you got to remember, we're constantly bringing in new immigrants into the country as well. Oh, yeah. We definitely do. Right? To, re, to, replace, to replace some of this uh, workforce and this, and this labor. 
you know, it's, it's, and it's you a mentioned big UBI. It, it, explain to the people. Yeah. Uh, universal basic income. It's kind of a, I'm not sure the year that they uh, kind of played around with that idea. I know there was a, a presidential uh, election going on. That was an individual kind of using that uh, in his campaign. I'm not sure of his name right now, but it's basically universal basic income, which is a payment that all Americans could be receiving uh, at certain, in depending on your income level. So we're talking about uh, basic universal income, that, that payments that will be coming to everyone. So kind of like uh, your stimulus that you yeah. got a while back? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Just like those. So and it would be for uh, it would be for Americans. So, like I said, I, it's it's kind of hard. You got to kind of think about really um, this technology thing. Like I said, it's a it's a tool, and at the same time, it can it can take jobs away. It can change lives. It can. Oh, it will. And I feel like it has taken jobs away. Yeah, even even for the sure. money aspect of, of of possible digital dollars, digital money. Um, AI, artificial intelligence, Bitcoin. We're mm -hmm. talking about so many technologies merging together at one time. Uh, we are coming upon just unprecedented times and just how things are going to just continue to move forward all together. And it would be your, it would be to your best interest not to ignore the technology. That's why I'm saying it's such a love hate because what you can do is find yourself in a situation where you can't, you're going to have troubles func trouble functioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you are too resistant to some of the changes that are taking place. Oh, I see it now with our, you know, like, for instance, and we all know them if we thought your elders. I mean, they didn't grow up in this email, yeah. fax machine, mobile right. device world, right? right? So right. you visit them and you may say grandma, grandpa, great granny, whatever you call them. Uh, yeah, I sent you an email. Duh, 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 duh. I sent yeah. you a don't know what to do with it. Oh, I, oh, but grandma, right. I got you a computer. It's sitting right here. They don't know. I don't know what to do with that thing. You know, it, it is foreign right. to them. Totally foreign. Totally. No, we gonna, we gonna get there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm we saying. I wouldn't be too. I wouldn't yes. be too afraid of it. <laughs> yeah, so we exactly. ran a corner, y'all. <laughs> we in our forties. We ran a corner. We 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 our parents. Let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all this too: the future of social media. Uh, and I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, an example. Meta, which is started through Facebook. You know, you know, they hosted their first uh Meta wedding. This huh? was through the Metaverse. Oh, y'all didn't hear about this. This is this was through the metaverse. Two individuals decided to get married. They picked a date, they picked a venue, they picked what they was gonna wear, they invited their guests all metaverse. So understand this wasn't I want the, the, the audience to hear me. This wasn't a physical place where they got married. Married in the metaverse. So it, it's you know cartoon like, right? But anybody who was invited, you know, they avatar. And, and everybody cheered them on and, and you wish them happy luck to their marriage and everything else. So it's, it was. Mm -hmm. I think um, what's interesting, I want to know is what county they record the license. In. You see, I'm going to have to look at what up. county is the marriage. What county holds the marriage license when you're talking about doing virtual 
ceremonies or you're talking about doing anything, any type of business done virtually, who gets jurisdiction over the actual document? Or they could have been, they could have been holding it for, they could have been holding that wedding for like a stage purpose and just went ahead and got married. You know what I mean? At a courthouse mm -hmm. and then just re redid a ceremony or whatever, you know, online or something happened. But that poses a good question either way. If we're look, we're, we're in situations now where the entire interaction is virtual. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw a commercial where you can take a ride with someone in their car, potentially, hypothetically, and you can take the trip with them virtually at home with your headset on mm. while you're physically driving in your car. So mm. it's we are definitely blending the world between reality and artificial, virtual or augmented reality and virtual reality. The, these two worlds will meet. I mean, it's they like already are. <laughs> yeah, they they've already met, and they're they they're mm -hmm. not gonna. It's gonna they're gonna continue to adhere to each other even further. This is just the beginning. So, again, I think it's something that we got to look at, but then we can't be afraid of it because then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is your alternative to situations like this? Totally exactly. remove yourself from the situation. We can't do that, really. Or can we? Exactly. Um, I think it's just a necessary, I think it's just the future. It's the pager. <laughs> hmm. It's the flip phone. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the it's the technologies that were cutting edge in the 80s. It's the ways of communication are changing. The ways of business are changing. So I look at it as like, you know, I think we can be doing way more with it. Why don't we have trade networks why, why, why don't we have trade networks of certain groups and individuals that are strictly done through virtual reality and augmented reality like why aren't we doing business with groups in this country in that country in this country like just within a huge global network give, yeah give an example so people can really get a clear picture of what you mean um for example um why isn't there a group and it may be i don't know why isn't there a group that is online in even in Meta, you don't even have to come up with your own platform inside Meta that is connected. And it may be that is connecting, having virtual meetings uh, the same way they had this wedding. Why aren't groups in different continents in Africa? Hmm. Why isn't there a group in Africa networking with a group in the Caribbean, networking with a group in Paris? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Why haven't we created our own supply chain networks within these groups? You guys, since y'all making the product we need over there, can we import it? Can we import this into the United States of America? Hmm. And can you guys open up the stores that's selling it? So everyone's selling the product to each other within one big group or one big community. You know what I'm saying? You call it in 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 another world, it's called a cartel. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so why haven't we created these business cartels online through virtual reality? Sometimes we have to jump ahead and take advantage. In a war, you use a tool that's in front of you. Right. Like, I don't have time to try to use something that's in my car. Right. I don't have time to try to use something that I don't have access to, that I'm dreaming about, or that we used to have. At the end of the day, if a fight break out between you and somebody and there's some stuff on the table, you got to use that stuff that was on the table in front of you. That's right. And I think that's, that's, I think that's something that we kind of run. We, I'm not going to say we run away from it, 
But it's kind of like we we don't have to be the ones getting hit with the stick. <laughs> Pick the stick up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lead with the stick. Yeah. How about that? And I say that you and I say that co and I and I say that cohesively as the people. So it doesn't have it's this is not about race. This is not about this. This is not about that. As the people cohesively together as one, pick up that baton, pick up that stick, use that weapon, use that tool. I feel like we could be just doing so much more with these technologies that are out. Even the cryptocurrencies. Yeah, let's we speak should, on should, that and 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 um, self, you chime in when you get a minute. I believe you heard everything. He lost connection for a second, but I believe he heard us. But go ahead yeah. and finish your first now. No, I'm just saying. Even with the cryptocurrencies, we should have way more uh, crypto banks owned by the people. We sh we should not be. We should be positioning ourselves within the crypto industry strate strategically right now. The people. Mm. You mm. know what I mean. Not just the institutions. When the when the door is open for everybody to go in, let's 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 go in too. Everyone needs to go in at the same time. Yeah, we, if, the, if if everything's resetting like it's resetting, we need let's get in on the ground level of some of these industries and institutions that are going to be in technology that are going to be viable and rolling within the next two hundred years, a hundred years. That's what's taking place right now in America. And once again, I'm questioning. How many people are actually taking advantage of this? Hmm. I was talking to um, I was talking uh, to someone earlier today, and they were just showing me pictures of people in their family who are artists. But guess what? All of the content is on Instagram. All of the mm -hmm. content is on Facebook. All the content is on Twitter. It's not on our networks. It's not on our systems within this technology, all this technology that's emerging. We're still signing over our stuff. And I say, well, Facebook and Instagram yeah. pays you. Yeah, they pay you. They pay you. They pay you fractions of a dollar. So you're still getting fractions at the end of the day. They're paying us fractions of, of dollars that they're getting. They're just giving us a small percentage of that ad revenue that's coming in. Hmm. And they taking the because he's it's their taking that big slacks. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I just think we can just do more with the technology. We can do way more with it, and we don't have to be as, you know, um, we don't have to be as foreign to it hmm. because eventually, over time, <clears throat> we need we need we need groups we need groups on these platforms that are going to be doing positive things as well. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Anything you want to add? <laughs> nah, I ain't got nothing to add on it. I think he pretty much summed okay. <laughs> everything up. <laughs> now, that yeah, was but, good. Yeah, because I didn't, some stuff I didn't know, you know, just heard about, but yeah, I just I think, but we got we, we to figure out which ones to get into, though. And right, which one's going right, to be valuable and, and which sense. one's not going to be valuable. And, what makes yeah. sense. and again, it's be I, working, I yeah. think um, I think the social media, because we're close the future of social media, I agree with what Nata said. Use it in the right way. Like we all said, we I think a blessing and a curse. It could be used for right. good things, but it could be used for bad things. If it's used in the right way and you get in on the ground running, it could be a beautiful tool for you. Yes. And for your future, for your kids' future, your kids' kids' future. If you use it correctly. Um, Times it's is to me it's more focused now on how many likes I can get, you mm -hmm. know, 
right. and all of this with initial level. That's not higher thinking, how many likes I can get, you know? Um, use it to where it it changes, it, 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 it makes people think, it makes people want to be better, it makes people want to be grow. Use it like that. At least that's how I try. That's the stance yeah. I'm coming from. I don't ever come from the stance. And as y'all hear, I have a podcast. My podcast is on Facebook and all of that because market. That's the way I have to market it. But I ain't never doing it for likes and in you know I don't operate off of that. I operate off of what's my soul that I feel somebody else can can grow and benefit from. That's how. That's where I'm operating from. So so much um, so much business is ta- so much business is taken care of online on social media now too. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I, I see mean, a lot all, of all the a lot of business there. pages. They're all there, yeah. and, be, and, and a lot of them are are big, and they selling their stuff. You you have a storefront on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do. You can sell your products. It's it's all there. I I spark minds that shine their truth, provoking thought like Pac in the booth. I am woman. I am goddess. I am queen. Raising frequencies of high self esteem. Self-love, self-worth, self-respect. My king got protect like in the game of chess. Yes, you tuned in to higher vibrations, etc., etc., etc. It's like a cosmic radio station. Tune in with intuition. No topic off limits. My intention. You leave healed and whole. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tina Cole.